You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and this is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. We're going to be talking today about dementia, brain fog, and what we need to do to help boost our brain potential so that we don't end up getting diagnosed with the dementia, the Alzheimer's, just having a poor quality of life, because I can't think of anything worse than being alive but not knowing the people around you, not being able to understand and comprehend and, and being confused all the time and not being able to enjoy all the memories that you've developed over your life and the, and the memories you're even making in the very moment that you're living as well. And so we want to help you understand that better today. Hope you understand what you need to do to avoid the right now 5 million Americans that are being affected by this. In fact, every 67 seconds, someone is developing a form of dementia and Alzheimer's and it costs a ton of money to take care of yourself when you've developed a disease like this. I mean, there's a lot of assisted living, a lot of 24-hour care. In fact, it costs an estimated $220 billion every single year um, to take care of individuals who have lost their cognitive ability. And so we really want to help you understand that the golden years, man, they're just not quite the golden years like they used to be. Right now, one in three seniors dies with some form of dementia. And so this isn't how we were designed to live. God did not design us to lose our minds as we got older. Our minds were designed to be strong. In fact, our brains can actually develop new neurons as we get older. So there is no reason why this should be such an epidemic and why it should be affecting younger and younger individuals. Because as you're going to see today, it is not just the old person's disease anymore. Dementia is being diagnosed in people's 40s now. So you are not immune to this because you are in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. This is not like an 80 and 90 year old disease. This is something that's real. And it's the things that you are doing today, the changes that are happening in your lifestyle right now that are going to determine whether or not your brain is breaking down and you start to develop the dementia and the Alzheimer's in your future. So to give you a little peace of mind, all right, your brain is capable of producing new brain cells at any age. So significant memory loss um, is not inevitable. It's really a result of being proactive in your health, but it's not a result of aging. That might be common in our country, but it is not the normal. But just as it is with muscle strength, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you aren't challenging yourself on a daily basis, if you're just sitting there looking at your iPhone, scrolling through Facebook, just watching TV all the time, not challenging your brain, you're going to lose it. And I mean, I'm just as guilty about this as anyone else. You know, we get on our iPhones, our technology, and we can get lost in that sometimes, but we really got to create better habits for ourselves. And so look at your lifestyle. Look at your health habits. Look at your daily activities because those are going to have a huge impact on the health of your brain. No matter what age you are, there are a ton of ways you can improve your cognitive skills, prevent memory loss, and really just protect what we call the gray matter. The gray matter is where all the magic happens. Right? This is going to keep you 
young and strong in your state of mind. So when you look at your mental abilities, they're largely, effect, largely, I should say, unaffected by normal aging, such as your ability to do things you've always done and continue to do often, the wisdom and knowledge you've acquired from you know, your past life experience, uh, your just innate common sense, like knowing if you step off of that cliff, you are going to die, right? Gravity plays a role in that. And then things like your ability to form reasonable arguments and judgments. So don't think that those things are lost. And if you start to struggle with those things, it doesn't mean that you're actually going to have to uh, just continue to decline. And that that's just a normal aging process because it's really not. Uh, so when we look at things, in the region of the brain that's affected by this is really what's called the hippocampus. And this is a region of the brain that's involved in the formation and retrieval of your memories. But that's oftentimes when our brain is at its weakest is going to deteriorate the quickest with age. And that's what's going to lead towards a lot of these dementia and Alzheimer's, the brain fog, these problems we have with our, our brain. So hormones and proteins that protect and repair the brain cells and simulate the neuronal growth um, also can decline with age. So we really want to make sure we're creating a lifestyle that's going to help support those hormones and those proteins to protect our brain. Uh, older people oftentimes are going to experience more of a decreased blood flow to the brain, which can also impair memory and lead to changes in cognitive skills. But older people are less efficient at just absorbing, uh, absorbing brain-enhancing nutrients. So even though this is the case, we can still give ourselves the right nutrients, set ourselves up for the right success. But these are things that happen early on in our development, not just waiting until we're old to start taking care of ourselves. Now, there's a lot of different things that you can do to evaluate this. I mean, you can do blood and urine tests, nerve tests, imaging tests of the brain, such as things like computerized axial topography, which is also known as a CAT scan, right? Uh, MRIs is another way that you can look and, and look at what's going on with the brain and the gray matter and see if things are deteriorating or breaking down. But regardless, we want to see whether you have the signs that your brain is breaking down or you're just trying to prevent it in the first place. The cure is in the cause. The prevention is in the cause. So a lot of times the causes of these things are actually self-induced. Almost every time. So medications, these are a big thing that will actually decrease our brain capacity and will actually atrophy our brain and our gray matter. So a lot of the most common medications that have the biggest impact on this are things like depression meds, anxiety meds, um, antihistamines, muscle relaxers, sleeping pills, and pain pills. So if you're taking those things, even if it's what you think is a not-all-the-time basis, they're still going to slowly break down your brain. If you're taking them on a consistent basis, that's going to break you down a lot faster. So you've got to find a way to create a solution to not have to be dependent on those medications. Because you know, you know, if you've listened to me before, you know you are not designed to have to be dependent on a medication. Other things that will also atrophy this process and create this alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. So Smoking reduces the oxygen to your brain. Drugs can change the chemicals in your brain. And then even sleep deprivation, deprivation I should say, uh, leads to fatigue, which also will start to break down that brain process as well. So there's some different things we can look at. Um, also depression and stress. If you are constantly going through that, you're constantly stressed day in and day out, emotional trauma, it's going to create that difficulty to focus. It's going to start to break down that brain as well. So really, are you doing things to de-stress? Are you looking at a better way to perceive that stress as well? 
And then also nutritional deficiencies. So especially with the proteins and the good fats, um, some really important vitamins that you want to look at are vitamin D3, vitamin B as in boy one and B12. And then also, you know, if you've been exposed to a lot of head injuries, so if you are someone who played some contact sports, maybe you played football growing up, um, from blunt forces to whiplashes, like in car accidents, all affect the brainstem, causes short and long-term memory. Now we're seeing all these studies coming out with football players as young as kids in the peewee leagues that are coming out all the way through the NFL that have CTE, which is um, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is damage to the brain. And these are all going to lead towards these dementia type symptoms as well. And then um, obviously when we look at dementia itself, really linked to things like Alzheimer's, flu shots, toxins, and inability of the brain to repair itself because of these exposure to a lot of toxins. So we want to make sure we understand this and what what we can do to really get our bodies well. Um, If we have a thyroid issue, that's also going to affect the hormones that help influence the brain chemistry. So it's also going to make you more disposed to having that dementia and Alzheimer's. And if we just have more chronic infections in our body, even the low-lying infections that necessarily cause symptoms all the time will also start to break down the body as well. So there's different things to look at, but let's look at what most people do. Most people look towards medications, right? They, they just look at trying to treat a symptom, but that's not where it is. If you're going to treat things, if you're going to go that route, we got to get to the underlying issues there. And so you need to use things like natural supplementation, working on things like overcoming the depression. Um, I really love just doing some daily habits you can do, um, on a a lower level aspect, which is just drinking things like green tea, um, having dark chocolates, lots of omega threes, even uh, ginkgo biloba are great for cognitive health because they have a lot of brain antioxidants, and these are great because they have other cognitive benefits too, which include things like increased attention, uh, faster memorization speed. Um, it's showing that 120 milligrams a day of like the uh, ginkgo uh, biloba are great because it actually helps you boost that brain energy and it actually works as a brain enhancer also. So I love that. It's really just great for improving the quality of memory. Just 120 milligrams a day um, is a little on the, on the lower side, but you'll want to boost that up to at least like 240 to 360 milligrams a day. That's like really where the sweet spot is. So 120, like bare minimum, if it was like a child maybe, but definitely adults, 240 to 360 rhodiola. These are adaptogenic herbs. These are great for, um, just associative thinking, short-term memory, calculation, ability to concentrate, speed of audio and visual visual perception as well so those are all great ways you can just start to you know improve your odds of not getting this kind of thing and really being preventative in that process as well and the really the best things i love in being preventative like those things i just talked about are things you can use for people that are dealing with those issues right now but then also being preventative is where it's really at right and so exercise regularly exercise is actually showing research shows his hands down it grows brain cells and it increases your blood supply to your brain which is all going to help nourish that brain um stay social people that are involved in clubs churches groups they live longer um so definitely want to make sure you're being active with that and then have a balanced diet high in fats quality protein these are all things that feed the brain 
really obviously get rid of the sugars and the processed foods because those all damage the brain and making sure you're perceiving stress in a normal, healthy way. Um, high cortisol levels are going to damage the brain. So you're always, if you're always in that constant fight or flight mode, it's going to break your body down as well. And then really get intentional about exercising the brain, crossword puzzles, reading, playing games, learn new skills, take on a new project. Um, I love like apps like loom, uh, Lumosity or elevate. These are just little brain teasers you can do for five, 10 minutes a day. That'll help boost that brain level as well. And then obviously make sure you're getting the nervous system checked and detoxing your body. You know, if you're not doing at least some kind of uh, bi-yearly detox on a lower level, and then maybe if you need to, if you have higher, more symptoms, maybe you need to do a more intense chelation or some other higher form of a detoxification of your body. And that's going to be really important because the longer those stay in your body, the more they're going to break down. And that's really right now in our society, in our culture today, um, that's where the really the stem is coming from is really the, the toxicity that we're exposed to and is in our lives on a daily basis. So hopefully you learn some things today. Hopefully you can start to take advantage of some of these key uh, habits you can start to change today. Because remember, your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.